Hello, Loveland. I'm Mike Meldon, and this is your Loveland Weekly Podcast, brought to you by Gina Dubell-Smith, EXP Realty, and Stone Pillar Farm. Loveland has its fair share of lore and mystery, and today we are going to look into the story of Sam the Chimp of what is now called the Monkey Bar and Grill. I'm sure many of you have heard parts of the story as I have over the years, but today we are going to put it all together and discuss some aspects that many may have never heard before. To do so, I brought in someone that has never heard anything of the story at all, my good friend and fraternity brother, Brad. Brad is from Cleveland and resides there now and has never heard the stories that are told around these parts. So I thought he would be the perfect person to let into our history, secrets, and mysteries. From here on out, he will be referred to as Brad from Cleveland, and hopefully we hear from him many more times in the future. So sit back and enjoy the tale of Sam the Chimp. As an editor's note, I refer to Foster's Ohio many times in the storytelling as Foster, Ohio. My apologies to the good people of the town. Also, I would like to warn my audience that this one contains mature subject matter at times, so please be advised. Today is Monday, January 15th, 2024. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Hopefully you're staying warm and doing some good out there. All right, Brad. So, uh, as you heard in the introduction, I'm talking to Brad, my good friend from college, and we were just talking about off-air that it's our 30-year anniversary this year since we were freshmen pledging our fraternity and, and when we met. Crazy, huh, Brad? I can't believe it's been 30 years. No, and I, I hate it. I want to stab my eyeballs out. I just like it because I think I still look the same. Like if you put a picture of me next to myself thirty years ago. And the funny thing I is, nobody like, will. Yeah, you do. You look. You look. You. Yeah. Oh boy, we don't need to get into that. All right. So, <laughs> excuse me. I got a little bit of a cough. I want to. Th- I thought, as I said in the intro, we're going to tell Brad a little bit about. There's a lot of lore, great stories around Loveland in these parts, and so Brad, I'm telling you today about Sam the monkey, also known as Sam the chimp. Uh, there's a well-known bar that's gotten pretty popular over the last couple of years. It is called the monkey bar. And some people don't realize why it's called the monkey bar. Some people know, and that's what we're going to get into. Um, it's a very popular bar. It's in a little town called Foster, Ohio. It's, uh, just a, a few minutes from Loveland, but it's really close to Loveland. If you take the Loveland bike trail, and that's going to play a, a role in this story. So Brad, how do you feel about chimps? How do you feel about monkeys? If owning a monkey was legal, I just told my wife recently that I would own a monkey. Wait, aren't is it's not legal? I think you can own. I think there's some monkeys you could own, uh, but I'd want to own like like a silverback. Oh, that's not a monkey. That's a that's an ape. It's a gorilla. Like a gorilla. Yeah. Is it because you look like a silverback? <laughs> <laughs> I would. I think owning a monkey would would, would be would be fascinating. It, you know, it's funny that you say that. Um, I come from a family where uh, my aunt owned a monkey in in the house that my dad grew up in, and um, and then my great uncle owned a monkey. So 
we're a monkey owning, owning family, I guess. Um, and I've heard great stories. I've heard some funny stories, but I heard that it's just really, that's tough to take care of, but you got a yeah. chimp that's, uh, this, this chip that we're going to talk about this, Sam, uh, was four feet tall and 140 pounds. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to own, but back then, so I guess it was a little bit more of a, uh, I don't know. I guess it was more common because, you know, like I said, I, now, I've, now that I'm thinking about it, my family owned a couple and, and in reading about the history of, of Sam, um, found that come to find out that it, it was just kind of a thing, I guess. So the history goes like this. The beginning of the history is uh, a broke down carnival, right? All stories start like a broke down carnival had to get, get flash sale, get rid of stuff. And Sam had a brother and Sam and his brother were sold to uh, like just some dude who thought he could make a little bit of money. And so he would drive around. And if you paid to see it, he would open like his truck. I guess he had it fastened on the back of a truck, a cage, and you could feed Sam and his brother candy. Um, I guess he really got into grape soda was his favorite and kind of get, you know, just to see the chimps. So it was kind of like a, I don't know, a sideshow. Things were different back in the seventies. So you could, so you'd pay to feed the monkey. You pay to feed the monkey. So uh, the way I imagine it is, Brad, is you and your mom are driving up to Kmart and you're getting out to walk into Kmart. (laughs) (laughs) And instead of somebody stopping you to buy popcorn, he asked if you wanted to see his monkey in the back of his truck. Is my guess. (laughs) (laughs) And you'd say, sure. Come on, mom, please. He'd ask for a couple bucks and then he'd open up the the cage so you you could see Sam and his brother. And so <clears throat> that lasted that lasted a little bit. <laughs> Why do you keep turning your head? People can, people can't see this is I know. Brad can Brad and I can see each other, but you can't. This is a podcast. So, um, anyways, I guess this guy c- couldn't. It wasn't making enough money. I guess it wasn't pulling enough money in. And so, uh, up here in Loveland, we have uh, Loveland Canoe and Kayak, and a former owner uh, for some reason bought Sam. And Sam and his brother split up. He brought bought Sam and, and brought him to Loveland. And the story goes that um, he would walk Sam around town. You know, Loveland was a you know a lot different than it is today. Small town out in the middle. You know, out in the middle, a little bit disconnected from everywhere else. Uh, back in the seventies, people would recognize the man and 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 see him and, and the chimp for a little bit. But I guess he got bit on the hand. And um, well, there's two stories. One is the gentleman got bit on the hand and had to get rid of Sam. And then the other one I heard is that he lost Sam in a poker game. So let's, let's choose your own oh, adventure, wow. Brad. Which one do you believe? Or is it both? I believe that he probably got bit on the hand and then got rid of Sam. You're not going to bet your monkey. Yeah, he's going to bet their monkey. You're exactly right. Or Sam bit him. And he yeah. used that leverage and said, I'm going to bet my monkey because I don't care if I lose him. That's true. I bet that's what happened. So he lost to a gentleman that lives in Foster, like I said, uh, very close to Loveland. Uh, from what I've le- read about Foster back, and this would be before the 70s, but it was just like a little bit rougher, small town, rougher rougher place back in the day. Uh, you could hide out there, you know, Um right along the little Miami river and actually, actually where this gentleman owned a bar. It was called the trail. Uh, oh, sorry. The train stop in. 
and he uh, he brought the the monkey there. Brad, you're not really talking to me. You're just listening. I'm listening. Oh, all right. We'll we'll talk. You can ask questions. Do you have any questions? Well, no. I'm fascinated by the story. So he 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 got the monkey. He owned this little bar. You know. Imagine this little bar, like you you see out in the middle of country. This bar is pretty daggone secluded, um, and there was this little wall, like a foundation, across from his bar. And he thought this would be perfect, so he made that as uh, Sam's cage where he could live. Everything's going well for Sam. Sam is uh, his favorite drink is grape soda. He loves candy. He loves Snickers bars, I believe, the most. Um, and his meals were allegedly just potato chips, uh, beer, grape soda, and um, cigarettes. And the rumor was that, uh, you know, you, you the barkeeper's wife, the bar owner's wife, that, that bought Sam, that his wife would have to, you know, when she was cleaning the cage, it was it was mainly uh, poop and uh, cigar cigarette lighters because patrons would give him give him their lighter and he would not give it back. And the author, the rumor also was that. Um, he would just, he would smoke a cigarette, but he wouldn't, he would like take three or four puffs of it and then just throw it on the ground and then want another one. So, and, and he was a, he, he was a chimp, right? He was a chimpanzee. Chimpanzee. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so, uh, I think everything would have gone, everybody knew about it. They, their stories of like, uh, the girl scouts coming cause and, and singing to him. And he loved, he loved that. I got this from, uh, the monkey bars website, um, and people just knew that the, you know, this is a small town. So, um, people thought this was just a cool thing to have and nobody was putting up a fuss and it was just, you know, people walk by and see it on the way to school. I think it escaped. He escaped once to a neighbor's house, but caused no problems. And, you know, the owner went and, and jumped right in his car and took him home. So it seemed like things would be okay if this was just a bar out in the middle of nowhere. What years, what, what years was Sam active? Sam, this was um, late 1970s, and it's going to come to a head at the late 1980s, like in 1987. This is where it comes to a head. And it's because oh, wow. when you came down to visit, um, you went to the Loveland Bike Trail with me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Loveland Bike Trail was getting built at this time. And uh, this is what changes Sam's whole story, is the story goes that as the bike trail gets finished, now we have bikers going by, and they're seeing this. And uh, allegedly, some bikers would see Sam um, taking care of himself. Uh, what do you what, what do you mean? Um, making himself happy, and so they thought it was uh, not appropriate. Uh, they thought this was not appropriate. Obviously, um, he's a monkey. He's a monkey, but he's right out in the middle. He's right along the bike trail. Anybody can easily see what he's doing. And so it was not appropriate. And then, you know, obviously, and they felt like, is this a proper spot for a monkey? Uh, they looked at his living conditions and questioned, you know, uh, is this sanitary? Is this warm enough? And this and that. So they called the Humane Society and the Humane Society got involved and uh, the, the bar lost Sam for a little bit. Uh, he got taken to Ohio State and they uh, kept him there while uh, there was a trial. And uh, the owner of the bar was had to go in and fight for Sam, had to fight for Sam. And, and he's, you know, there's, there's interviews out there and he's saying that, you know, Sam's my family. I care about Sam. He's not mistreated at all. And, uh, there's a story. Have you ever heard of the guy named Thane Maynard? You ever heard of him? 
Maybe not. No. He used to go on like Letterman and stuff. He's a, a really popular um, zoo guy. Zoologist? Zoologist. Yeah. How do you know that? Did you? No. When n- Now the name sounds familiar. Yeah. He's pretty, pretty well known. And he tells a story um, when he goes places and especially when he's in Cincinnati. He tells a story uh, about Jane Goodall, who... You know, she is, she is yep. very famous for work, working mm. with apes and gorillas and this and that. And somehow she got to see Sam somehow. I'm not exactly, obviously this is through other people's stories. Um, but she saw Sam or heard of Sam and quote said that Sam is the happiest chimp she's ever seen. She said, you know, he's living the best life. And, of course uh, he is. Yeah. Of course he is. He's smoking, he's drinking, he's eating potato chips, and he's getting to to, to have fun. Yeah. He's yeah, that's, he's that's a great life. Doesn't, doesn't get much better than that. So and to get for me, you know, I, I'm I you know me, I lean left. I'm I'm all about animal rights and uh and not mistreating animals, which I think you don't have to lean left for that. I think most people are that way. Um but when you get somebody like Thane Maynard or and Jane Goodall, who all she does is care about it, kind of give it the thumbs up or not get angry about this or, you know, say this is wrong. It kind of makes me say, okay, you know, this is this because for sometimes I've gone back on back and forth on this story, and this kind of makes me lean a certain way. Okay, I'm, I'm I can see this um, from a perspective where this probably wasn't hurting him too much, so. Anyways, um, the court case goes to court. They were saying that the living conditions weren't good and, you know, obviously the smoking and the drinking. And so uh, the owner said, hey, the drinking's overblown. He mainly drinks. You know, he does. He'll drink beer, but uh, mainly it's grape soda. And he went and he got uh, he he got the place set up. He gave, he gave Sam a TV. He got his own refrigerator. Uh, he got his own TV, refrigerator, and uh, something else in there. Uh, to make it nice and cozy. And, and another organization came in. Uh, I can't think of what organization it was. Oh, I think it was like the Department of Agriculture or something from Ohio came in and said, all right, it's a good place. It's, it's all right. So the jury comes back and awards Sam back to the bar. He gets to go back to the train stop. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. But we're not done there. So he wins him back gets him pushed put back in there but automatically another lawsuit comes uh from the humane society again uh and this time the owner of the bar countersues them kind of like you know hey i just went through this and 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 i want to sue you back they came up with an arrangement um they got sued again uh then uh the bar owner sued back and then they came to an arrangement uh, that was never really um, talked about. So in 1997, Harris took Sam away from the bar for good. Wait, 97? 97. That's crazy. I didn't realize it was that. That fight went on for like 10 years. Wait 20. a minute. Could that be right? Wait a minute. That can't be right. Is that right? Hold on. Shouldn't you have your facts before you talk about them on a I'm podcast? I'm reading them right here. So here's what it says. Okay. 
So I'm looking at it. It says in 1987, the society, the Humane Society, dropped its suit against terrorists. Okay. 87. 87. But the suit went on against the Humane Society. And then in February 1988, both parties announced a settlement, but no details. Okay. And then I'm jumping ahead. And, um, and it says, and this is where I kind of agree with, with uh, a person that worked, um, that was around for that time. She remembers the trial. She lives in the area. She said, there was really no right or wrong in my estimation. It was just a happening in rural Warren County. Back when Warren County was less genteel, the Humane Society was just doing its job. Or so they saw, thought. Sam really did not need them to intervene. In 1997, Harris took Sam away from the bar for good after Hamilton Township announced plans to turn his playground area uh, into public restrooms. And uh, he was 25 years old then. So, and it says this, it says, Harris never publicly disclosed where he sent the 25-year-old chimp. I wonder why they wouldn't disclose it. Well, I think, well, and then it goes on to say, DeCarlo said he asked Harris many times what happened to Sam, or this this woman, but he never would tell of Sarah, Sam's whereabouts or if he were still alive. And the rumors are this. Okay, here are the rumors. Number one rumor that most people talk about around here is that he went to Florida, that he went to like this, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, a gorilla habitat. Exactly, some 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 nonprofit habitat place in Florida. The other one is that there was one in Texas that had wanted to wanted him, and they were meeting, going to meet, uh, match him up with the female, and that he was going to Texas. Right? You want the you want the one that I think is correct? Yes, I heard that he is buried along the bike trail. We. We should try to find it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I've also heard a rumor, and this is for this is to be censored for uh, younger listeners. But I don't know how this is possible. Let's talk through this. I've heard that Sam was drowned in the river on purpose. You mean by his dad? Yeah, by his owner. Because allegedly, he couldn't live without him? say allegedly drowned. I heard this. And it could be just a rumor. Go ahead. I don't see him drowning him. I could see them just sending him to a a uh, a wildlife habitat. Me too, but why not do it beforehand? Well, because now I guess no, it did say it came to a head because they needed to use the land where because where his um cage was, it was a foundation, but it wasn't on his property. It was right across from his property. It was township right. owned. So they were going to make that into a restroom. So I could I could see that if you just said, hey, I have nowhere to put him now. Um, the best thing to do, obviously, I, I think we all would hope that he did get sent away. But why would I hear rumors that – well, here's the one rumor that I hear most is he is buried along the trail. The rumor that I heard well, less often and from more people in the know or from one person in the know is that he allegedly was drowned in the river on purpose and buried there. Well, that's kind of messed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't see his owner. I don't see his owner doing that. 
yeah, that's like the end of a bad movie, you know, a movie just where you're just like, oh my gosh, that'd be so sad. Yeah, it's so like, much shocking. But here's my thing. They're walking, like, they're walking hand in hand down the trail. No. <laughs> you know? He gives like, them, hey, Dad, he gives them going, a grape. Like, go- he gives them a grape soda. <laughs> are we going for, like, ice cream or something? He's like, oh, hey, we got to cross the river first. Oh, my like, God. Okay. How horrible. But my thing is this. They're strong. Yeah. I mean, like, real strong, right? They're super strong. Right. So, I don't understand why how drowning would even work that doesn't seem to be that does not seem to make sense to me unless he was old he's only 25 yeah i don't know man it's you know when i first heard this story brad it was the florida story and that was the ending i heard and i was pretty happy with that ending you know uh the the bar owner had trouble sam did but then i'm like you know um i was good with the florida ending him him you know it's like but then you find out it's like when your when your when your parents tell you that your dog got put sent to a farm goldfish <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. your your dog was sent to a farm because he get wanted to go run and play with the other dogs you know that's yeah. kind of how I feel right now is I got thrown the the Florida story when in actuality it's um he he might have died because I don't know why why would people make that up um why would well they- well. Of course they would make it up because it's 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 lore. It is it is um without facts people will provide opinions and if the story goes that no one knows where he ended up then you start adding what if what if you know, he drowned. He's buried there. I don't know. And it's a mystery. It's a cool mystery. It's a sad mystery. It's funny. On the website of the bar, it says, many believe he was transferred to an animal reserve in Florida. But but this is all just hearsay, which is true. Um, he sold the bar, and that's when the people that bought the bar took advantage of it and were like, hey, we're calling it the monkey bar and living on this, you know, this, this story, which was, I think, really smart to do. All right, Brad, what are your final thoughts of hearing about this local lore of Sam the Chimp? I, considering how small Loveland is and not having many bars, I think it is a fascinating story of the journeys from circus show monkey, chimpanzee, to local lore, yet uh, coupled with all of the, uh, the legality, uh, the legal issues. And the mystery, right? I just want to we I just want to know: Did he make it to Texas? Did he make it to Florida? All right. Let's just. Let's... Did he find Mrs. Wright? No, I think it was great. Hey, Loveland! It's Emily Barblow, your local publisher of Loveland Lifestyle Magazine. Just wanted to um, remind you guys that we love covering all of the people, happenings, and things going on in our amazing town of Loveland, Ohio. So make sure to grab your latest copy. We always drop a bunch off in downtown Loveland and surrounding areas. Or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Everything from events to 
mini press releases, um, articles. I mean, we have so much happening here. It's We love covering all of the things happening. Um, so make sure if you're not already following us on social media, you are. And um, stay tuned for more awesome info from Loveland Lifestyle. Hi, it's Elise Knapschafer back with another Loveland High School weekly update. So this week we do have Martin Luther King Day off as a holiday, which a lot of people are excited about since we're coming back from winter break, but there are still plenty of things going on this week. On the 16th, there's play auditions for the spring play Puffs. There's a girls basketball game at home on Martin Luther King Day. There's a wrestling duel at home on Saturday. And the boys' basketball team play away Tuesday and Friday this week. If you have any events that you would like me to mention or show ideas for the podcast, please reach out at mike at lovelandpod.com. We have something truly special here in Loveland. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. With the support of On Brand Studios, this episode was recorded, produced, and engineered by Mike Meldon at The Grail, a magical place here locally like no other. Please note that the opinions expressed in the podcast do not necessarily represent the views of our sponsors or organizations.